You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Justlin and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello, this is round two. Once again, technical difficulties, but you know, that's just this is the industry we're in. Podcast life, the right podcast here. life, yeah. So, how have you been? Ah, great, 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 great. Okay, so first and foremost, I just gotta yes. say, happy belated birthday. Mm. I think when we recorded, it was like a week or two before your actual birthday. And do you mind me sharing? That I'm only 25? But no, not at all. Uh, no, but this is a big... at all. It's a big birthday. It is. Are you... 60 is a big year for me. <laughs> no, not 60. No, I'm uh, I'm 40. Yeah. I'm a f- young 40-year-old lady now. Right. So, so, 40. What? So, you know, I always wonder, okay, so when I hit 40, what will my life be like? Where is it? Is it what I thought I'd be in terms of a 40 year old or what I would have accomplished at 40? So I'm curious to know for you. Yeah. Now that you've hit the 40 mark, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Let's reflect on that the past 40 years. (laughs) Okay. Well, I hope you have days for this podcast because here we go. The thing is, I think in my head at 30, 40 was a big deal. Right. It was like, things have to be happening and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then as 40 approached, like, I couldn't wait to be 40. Right. Like, 30 was great. The 30s were fantastic. And, like, 40 is just, I feel more excited about what's to come and, like, where I'm at. Right. It's also not a big deal. Yeah. So, what I've heard is that, you know, 20s, like, they say like 40 is a new 30, right? I mean, you always hear Who that kind of shit this? all the time. Right? Okay, yeah. But what I will like, what I what I have heard, and I, I think I agree with this so far, given the age that I'm at, is that 20s are kind of garbage. You don't, you don't, you don't, you're not really established. You don't really know what the fuck you're doing, yeah. but you feel like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then your late 20s, it's like you're a bit of, you have a bit of an ego. You think you know it all. You think you've lived life and you think you know what's best for you. Yeah, okay. Then when you get past your 30s, you realize, oh shit, I didn't know anything. And you're slowly starting to discover who you truly are. And by the time you get to 40, you know who you are and you have that self-confidence that's not offensive, but it's yeah. more so like, this is my life. This is who I am. And I know what I value. Yeah. And you stand for that. I think I wish I was like 40 when I was 30. Exactly. Yeah. So you're right about sort of, you know, I think for me, I, I am very like people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And now as I'm older too, like I don't give a shit yeah. as much. Right. I still don't care. Yeah. But like I don't, and I wish I had more of that yeah. in my thirties totally. and in my twenties. Yeah. And I think the thing is like, we all coulda, shoulda, woulda with stuff like that, right? Oh, totally. But the thing is, you wouldn't be able to have that foresight unless you lived to this point. To ha- like you, you're right. You're everything right. you did accumulated up to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're able to look back and be like, I wish I had that. But if you didn't go through the experience or have that kind of yeah life kind of history, you wouldn't be able to be able to recognize that. No, that's true. So 40, like, it's dope. Like, I'm very excited. Yeah. Like, it's already awesome yeah. in terms of, like, where I'm at. 
um, in terms of like how my confidence is and like how I'm sort of navigating. Right. Yeah. I feel like we could even listen to our podcast yeah. from like whatever, five years, six years back. Yeah, like how we've been doing this for yeah quite some time now. I'd yeah, say at it least was pre-ISA. Pre-ISA, so, so that's at least five years. At least, at least six. That's crazy. Because then I was pregnant it. too when we're in our early yeah, episodes. Exactly. So five, six years. Damn, we're old, and you're only seventy-seven. I know so exactly. It's like, how much longer can we do this for? I don't know. Maybe another two years. Fight <laughs> the dust. No, it, it's good. Like I was excited when I turned thirty, right? And I'm, I was excited to turn forty. Yeah. So. Looking back, you know, when you're younger, did you think that by 40, you would, you'd be where you are in terms of like, you know, married, two kids living downtown, you know? Yeah. So I thought about this the other day, because do you know the movie, um, you know, the movie Billy Madison? Yes. And uh, the premise is like he, his dad paid for his school yeah. and then it, he had to redo yes. K2. Right. So at 40, I think I thought I would be living in a house like Billy Madison's yeah, house. Yeah, like a mansion. In a mansion with a pool. Like, yeah. we're delusional. How many times have you played MASH? Totally, and yeah. your car is a limo. What is what is MASH again? Mansion, apartment, shack, and house? Uh, yeah, shack yeah. And, and house. <laughs> so, you know, mansion, obviously. And then you pick how many kids you want, right. who you're going to marry, yeah. what's your vehicle. Yeah, that's it. And then what's the fourth one? Job. Is that it? That's it. Um, who you're going to marry, how many kids you're going to have, the car job. you're going to drive. Oh, and then the job yeah. you're going to have. So it's always like you pick three that are awesome and yeah. then one that's like shitty. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought mansion, limo, two kids, I'd have a pool. Right. And a pool house, just but, like Bel Wait, hold on. Like this this whole idea. But you, you did you create this vision when you were like 15? Yeah, totally. Okay. It's like 15, 12 to like 15. Michael yeah, Trenor was like course. probably my husband. I don't know who that point. is. From Three Ninjas. Is he the oldest? The middle yes, child? Yes, he's Rocky. Oh, got it. Yeah. Rocky. Rocky <laughs> loves Emily. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, no. But I got to oh, watch that again. Anyway. sad. Don't. If you watch it, yeah. you'll be like, this movie is so terrible. I, w- I was thinking immediately. I was like, offensive. You know what I mean? Like cultural kind of like well they're totally white looking but their grandpa yeah exactly is japanese but, but like stereotypical japanese oh totally yeah. and he's a ninja and yeah. he teaches them ninja moves yeah exactly anyways they made three of those yeah so, exactly you know, it was, it, hollywood I, I remember i loved it so yeah it's good cold but, east yeah okay so that was 15 living in a mansion married to michael chenor yeah. and you know have a swimming in your pool but fast forward to 25 did you still feel like that was your 40 year 40 year life um no i think i i saw myself living downtown Mm -hmm. but like like in a bigger place yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and probably have a you know like a a nicer car of course you know all this stuff yeah so at 25 you're still kind of delusional yeah by 30 you're just kind of like i think this looks like my life Okay, but it might I mean, get better. I mean, what the podcasters or what the listeners don't see is your facial expression when you okay. said that. So, I mean, <laughs> your 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 expression sounds like you're not too thrilled about where you are at forty. At, at twenty five, well, when you're thinking about twenty five, like, eh, this is this where I'm going to live? But like, 
where I'm at right now of 40, yeah. like I like where we live. I so can't imagine. Of course I'm happy. Like I can't imagine. I would have never imagined this life. Mm-hmm. Asking at 25, would I be with your brother? Uh, I don't know. At 25, would we be here sitting in my living room yeah. having a podcast? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just so funny to think back. Mm-hmm. And then you're okay with it. If yeah. people get so like stuck right. on what their goals were at 25, yeah. they're going to be kind of miserable. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I f- yeah, that's why like sometimes I don't have like, I try to tell people that like you don't know who you fucking are until you're like at least your mid 30s. Are so you talking just... to like a 20 year old when you a- say anybody this? Below, I'd say anybody below 35. Okay, yeah. I'd say like, you're still figuring it out like and i don't want to be condescending or patronizing about it but it's the truth it's like unless unless you've had been blessed with this fortune right where things are just set for you you don't know and like i think like making absolute statements like you know um i know like i know who i am now it's like (laughs) you don't you really don't like and i think it's like you're only going to experience that when you actually go through and live till 35 so jeremy and clueless where she's like when's your birthday and she's like may well my birthday's in march as someone older than you like i always feel like how old are you as someone older than you yeah yeah, you can't just be a fashion designer yeah i know what you mean like oh you want to open a store and be a fashion designer it just doesn't quite like work like that 100 percent. i mean reflecting back on like i'm 37 now i think i'm 30 86 minus 20 yeah 37 Carry the one. yeah exactly i was like wait how old one, am two, three, i just use yeah. your fingers i always forget toes. if i'm 37 or 38 but i'm 37 now yeah i mean thinking back it's like at 25 my perspective of success and like who i wanted to be is completely different from who i am now like i was definitely consumed by the whole like fashionista kind of like vibes and yeah. when i think back i just cringe you know what i mean because mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's just from working in the industry for so long. I realized that that's the last thing I want to be, and I actually despise those kinds of people now. Yeah. But also, it's like my vision of what uh, what I'd be doing at thirty seven was like, you know, going to fashion shows, yeah. traveling to New York and L.A. and like jet setting. And for me, I'm just like, I don't, I hate like, that. I'm so tired. Yeah. So, now so many time zones. But yeah, it's just like, anyways, what what I'm trying to say is that. To sum it up, I don't think we really know who we are until we hit at least our mid-30s. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I also feel like I'm in the best phase of my life where I am right now. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm just, maybe that's a privilege that I have and I can say that, right? Maybe not a lot of people share that. But I do think that, like, life is better when you're older. No, I, I totally agree. The kind of pressures you put on yourself yeah. as, like, a 20-something or a 30-something. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. And you don't even know what you're doing to yourself. And, like, I think to add on to that, like, I feel like we've talked about it before, but just the pressures and, like, also the criticisms from social media only make it worse. Like, I do not ever think about wanting to, like, live, relive my 20s or my, like, early 30s, right? Like, like I feel... and. To, and to tack on top of that, like you have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have TikTok, you have all these things where you're seeking validation or you require validation. You have online dating apps, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I don't envy when your kids grow up and have to go through this with this added layer of publicity. Does that yeah, make sense? No, and it, who knows what it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Then or totally. in the future. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, in terms of like living your best life, I totally... I, I feel that too not to be 
you know, VR in a place of privilege that yeah. we can say that because yeah. we're not, you know, struggling, we're not homeless mm-hmm. or what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, life, life's good, man. Yeah. And it's I, good. it's also perspective though. So 100%. if you're like, you know, thinking you're going to be jet setting and you're not like, but you still have all of this. Yeah. It's shitty. Exactly. For sure. I mean, it's all about the attitude of gratitude is what I like to say, right? Attitude so, of gratitude. Yeah. What was the other thing you said? It was a rhyme, like wellness is a new... Health is wealth. Health is wealth. Look yeah, at you. You should exactly. make t-shirts. Hey. <laughs> 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 but yeah, anyways. Um, glad to hear that at 40, you know, like you feel like, yeah, this is, no, this is just, the fucking life. I think it's good. I think I, that's I have great. nothing to really complain about. Yeah. I think for construction in the city yeah. and uh, detours. <laughs> Renovations. Uh, sour all in itself. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's nothing really. Well, I'm happy to hear that because it's all about perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that you have so that So when you uh, get to be my age, yeah. <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. In terms of? In terms of just like, just appreciating it all. Like, I, I guess you're already there too. Yeah. It's just like, no. what's 40? It's like not a big deal. Yeah. I, living. Yeah. I And I'm wondering, like, as a female, do you feel the pressures of 40? Uh, what is the pressures of 40? I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I feel like a lot of females are like terrified of turning 40. I mean, I guess males are too with their midlife crisis. But for females, I always, I guess you kind of hit those female milestones, right? Like you got married, you have two kids. Okay. So your yeah. eggs are good. You know, you, you've, you've harvested the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're excellent, these eggs. Um, yeah, I, I don't know Yeah. what pressure would there be. But you understand what I'm saying though, right? Like just the, the 40... The, the pressures of, you know... I'll say, like, youth. With, sure, the pressures of youth. Yeah, sure, I, I maybe starting to see a little more wrinkles. Like, yeah. my forehead has, um, you know, a couple yeah. more lines. Maybe that's it. Right. Or maybe sometimes when someone, you know, mentions a birthday, I don't want to mention mine. Yeah. So then you, I have to say I'm 40, Are maybe? you ashamed to say you're 40? or No, I'm actually, like, I'm happy to say I'm 40. So what's where's the hesitancy coming from then? I don't know. Like younger people, if they perceive me as younger, like their peer, then it's like I say I'm 40 and they're like, you are 40? Oh. Like that maybe? I don't know. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. Well, now we're not cool because <laughs> I'm like different, you know, not in the 30s anymore. I, I, I do believe that maybe age has really taken a new perspective. The perspective of age has shifted in, in today's time. You know what I mean? It's not so... It's not so um, shameful to be older, I guess. I think it's, and I honestly think it's also it, like depending on where you're at in life too. Like, if you're single, oh yeah, I think the age probably has a larger factor for sure. Like culturally speaking, I know a lot of Asian, East Asian kind of cultures shun females for being single at forty. Yeah, you know forty, I mean? even like in their mid thirties. Yeah. that's like shameful. Yeah, exactly. The whole crazy cat lady, you know, yeah. kind, kind of comes into play. But anyways, regardless, regardless. yeah, I think 40 is the new 30. I think people will need to shift the perspective on what turning old looks like. And I think we need to embrace. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen J-Lo? Yeah, there you go. She's amazing. She's what, like 50 something? Yeah, exactly. I think she's like early, mid 50s. Mid 50s even. Yeah, so it just goes to show you that if you, if, I mean, if you have money, you can preserve your also, youth. Also, she doesn't somehow. drink, apparently, yeah. so. Still, what, what a her abs, <laughs> can you can you buy those abs? Like, she she looks really good. Yeah, that's why I'm all about, like, the whole mindset of, like, the, the work that I put into myself now is only going to benefit me when I'm older, you know? Yeah. So I think what that's what motivates me to kind of live the active lifestyle that I live is that I just, 
and also given my parents situation as well it's just like i don't want to run into any situations where i can't take care of myself and i, I know part of it is also out of my control yeah you know what i mean like i can't control what happens if i have like a heart attack or a stroke or something like that but yeah. i can do things to reduce the risk of getting that the yeah. chance of getting that so if the you know short-term pain long-term gain right so the work i put in now maybe is not fun and sometimes i don't want to but i know that when i'm 60 65 70 i'm gonna thank myself for it so you know my mom just started doing zumba there you go she is turning 70 this year yeah so so it's just, i think she's realizing it for herself plus i think she's bored because yeah. she's retired she's exactly trying to figure out she's gonna go back to work but still zumba yeah and she's the youngest in her class and she's the one who can't keep up there you go so what does that tell you yeah i don't want to be that person yeah i don't want to be 70 and can't keep up in a zumba gold class exactly and that's life uh from jesselyn colton yes <laughs> write it down yeah write it down with wise words from wise two words. old yeah. oldie moldies just a bunch of old fogies hanging out now. yeah okay well maybe let's update the team on like the team <laughs> work tricks. talk work talk right now <laughs> uh, yeah why don't we go into like what's been happening in vancouver i guess most of our topics are vancouver related now yeah. so what's been happening in vancouver since we last recorded well it hasn't rained yeah so that's one thing i think our last one was like oh look at these yeah, dates yeah. and we haven't gotten any rain so it's still the same we're in a drought we're, we we're getting near a drought i think we're still like level one but now they're saying kind of be mindful about how much water you're using and stuff like yeah, that like showers yeah. and you can still water your plants like i thought they would end that well the lawn the whole like watering your lawn and stuff is those restrictions are now into place so i think like odd numbers oh, are they can can water it this day and then even numbers can water okay it that's day. good to know yeah um because we were at the pool the other day and there are signs like keep your showers short there you go that's like okay <laughs> we don't shower i mean that's the bowl so people are kind of like well it's all like the with. city so yeah but yeah, so that, yeah, we are in a drought and there isn't um, any rain in our forecast, so they say. Yeah. Um, and you know, it really like affects everything. Oh yeah, totally. So. The air quality. Air quality, our, our fish, yeah, the exactly. salmon. Yeah. You know, I saw a video on, um, it was on Knowledge mm-hmm. and whoever was filming like could have totally help this fish right but like what service would that do but yeah. it could not there's not enough water for it to go upstream oh, no so floppy 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 dead, dead. yeah that was the video and so. that and that's your you know sunshine <laughs> news for for the day <laughs> but so humbling <laughs> yeah so gratitude i think, I think humbling isn't the right word it's no. more like sad no it yeah. is sad because um but you know it wasn't our generation these are like generations and generations yeah, of ignoring exactly. things that have been happening and we're paying the price of it yeah and now it it's happening to us yeah. now we're seeing yeah so good luck good Issa luck and <laughs> eli who cares throw your garbage out the window leave the tap on shell. yeah exactly you brush your teeth shell. yeah leave it on <laughs> Do your laundry every day? Do Just it. Just dump your shit in the ocean. Who yeah. cares? Oh, microplastics. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. What the fuck? Seriously. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a big thing. Yes, but we don't thing. have any, um, I guess, wildfires here. Well, we had mini wildfires. We had. And did you see Mount yeah. um, Seymour? Yeah, yes. So there's that. It's happening. The world is on fire. To <laughs> it was only a... It was only going to happen sooner or later. 
Anyways, okay, let's place. not let's let's get okay, out of this yeah, doom know, and gloom situation because it's just bringing me down. But all right, let's, but let's, yeah. let's 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 go on to some. You know, we 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 got topics. We got things to to share. Current events, hot topics. Let's let's go. All right, so that was let's my hot got. topic: river levels and rain forecasts <laughs> at unprecedented lows in most of BC. Check. What can we do? Is there any is there any advice on what we can do? Well, just to stop using water so don't use water yeah don't use water don't, don't flush your toilet drink water yeah just don't do it just don't what, do it what's the rhyme if it's yellow leave it let it mellow if it's brown flush it down oh, is that you're filled with rhymes <laughs> i know like what was the other one the health wealth health is wealth gratitude attitude the attitude of gratitude yellow mellow yellow mellow short-term brown. pain long-term gain yeah <laughs> bingo bango bongo <laughs> i can keep going <laughs> is this a is this you at business meetings <laughs> yeah you like, know it gratitude all all the all the puns and bingo, all the bingo bingo bombo okay what else okay you got? so um i saw this post or this uh article about um so it's not vancouver related but That's we've fine. talked about it too yeah. where uh chinese people are eating and poking fun at white people food Oh, what? I've never heard of this. So it's just a thing that uh, has gone viral. And if people want a boring meal. Like a TikTok trend kind of thing? Yeah, but it's um, like it's in China. It's like, I guess. In China? In China. Oh, okay. But it's quite hilarious. It's like, um, so their social media, what was trending was a hashtag that translates to white people meals are still meals. Okay. Oh, it's like what uh, what I ate. So it'd be like uh, a piece of cheese um, wrapped around a carrot. And they're like, <laughs> white people food. Yeah. Or like uh, just ham and bread. Yeah. White people food. Oh my God, I love it. Or this. just vegetables. There's no dressing. It's not cut. Yeah. It's like carrots and spinach. Yeah. White people food. <laughs> and we talked about this because yeah. it's like growing up, we wanted white people food. Yeah. And essentially it's so... It's like the tables have turned. It's so boring. And these yeah. people are like, yeah, we Chinese people don't understand how foreigners can fill themselves with yeah. such food. I love this. How can you? They might even think it's an insult. Is it actually like a, a trending thing it's right It's a now? trending thing out there, yes. Has there been any backlash? Uh, it or is it more seem, like funny? I think it's comedic yeah. for us. Like the NPR article yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, it's funny take on yeah. our cuisine. Right. Um, but for them, it's just like, can't believe they eat this. Like one is a meal of uh, bread, pieces of meat, and just like full pieces, of, like a full tomato, yeah. two full tomatoes <laughs> exactly. with their sandwich. I remember, I remember back in the day, like not maybe not back in the day, but prior to this, you know, hashtag white people food kind of, um, I guess, uh, like making fun of it. Right? Is uh, that used to be like the trendy thing for like, you know, what I mean? it's like, oh, you want to eat healthy, then eat white people food. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I feel like the tables have turned and we kind of reverse psychology it, which is great. Well, now it's like white people food. Yeah. yeah just just this boring. Ain't that the fucking truth. I love yes. that. It's funny, though. So if you see it, um, you'll just see just the funny photos. Do they it's... say where it's trending? It just says China. Does no, it say like, exactly oh, where like, in what China? What the apps? I mean, sorry. But, oh, it's among office workers. Oh, got it. So they're just sharing their meals. And some of them are just like Ziploc bags of just full fruit they're not right. even cut up yeah just like one giant yeah. cucumber yeah white people i mean what are your thoughts on that i think it's hilarious and yeah. it's true that you know i'll say a lot of like white people i know like some things are too spicy and that's like black pepper yeah like, oh, it's like too yeah. much spice exactly but they like the bland yeah. simple yeah 
meat and potatoes totally. kind of thing. Yeah. And then when you suggest, say, like sushi, and yeah. they're like, oh. Yeah. Or anything fish yeah. related. Exactly. It's just, it's too much. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, then what the fuck do you eat? You know, like, I don't understand. Yeah, totally. I hear you. So white people food. I get yeah. it now. It's just a bag of full tomatoes. I wonder how long this trend's going to last. I hope it lasts for a really long time because I yeah. want to see more of their inspired white people food. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting to see that China's the one who's who's kind of starting this trend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if it's like a fuck you to like all the all the shit that they had to put up with when they brought food. Like maybe maybe it is now yeah. because like you rather eat that yeah. than this. You'd rather eat like food. a piece of bologna between two pieces of bread with a giant tomato on the side, or you could have this like beautiful like I don't know noodle noodle sauteed <laughs> with yeah. vegetables exactly, that yeah. was like cooked in a wok. Exactly. Yeah. No, thank you. Well, I hope this only further destigmatizes people, like you know, people of color bringing their own food. Yeah. Of their ethnicity to well, it like, brings me school to, and to school yeah. and to be like more accepting yeah, exactly. of the diverse yeah. meals that are out there totally i hope i hope that that whole like that way that that thing that trend i guess is like done because i feel like that's so old school now you know I mean? when you get made oh, yeah. fun, i mean you get made fun of for bringing like i don't know if i like bring chinese food to school like are kids still ashamed to bring Chinese food to school or do they want to have like the Lunchables and like the ham sandwiches? You know, I guess we'll see. Issa yeah. starts um, in the fall. Yeah. If she's the smelly kid or she's the, right. she needs a bologna sandwich for yeah. school. She'll I mean, ask. she'll be the one who tells you that, right? So it'll yeah, be interesting she'll to see. tell me. Yeah. Or tell Coleman because he'll be making yeah. the lunches. Lunch. I love that. So, which brings me to Asian an Asian man on dating apps. It was oh, a let's hear CBC this. article, first person, uh, celebrating representation, but also resenting the expectations to be a fictional dreamboat. What does that mean? So he'd go on these apps and it, you know, already he says right right off the bat, like, I'm lucky to get a match in oh, that really? sense. Okay, yeah. But when I do match, it feels like a pilot episode yeah of like a really bad show yeah and uh now whoever he's on a date with will reference like asian things and they're usually white yeah it just happens to be that way where i guess there's a you know maybe there's a fetish yeah in the sense there's too. always been a fetish okay but... fine then there it is where without him saying but there i think i think just sorry just to inter- interject but i feel like the the fetish now is like it's trendy to like asian guys does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does, especially with the BTS, and that's something yeah. he references. And like Simu Lu from Shang-Chi, and like, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, um, more Asians are out there. Kumal Nanjani, and, and like all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it, a lot of it is like the cake pop shows, too. Yeah, yeah so totally. It's like, it's not other Asians who are interested in these shows yeah. and that culture. It's like non Asians. Yeah, exactly. So now it's like, okay. The dating pool is already so small, and right. now I'm I'm here. Yeah, and there was like different expectations to be this this type know, of this Asian. type of Asian or the someone now the date he's on yeah. is referencing. Like, oh, do you like BTS? Like that kind of thing? Yeah, like, so it's like, mean? oh, do you watch this um, K-pop or K-Korean drama? Right, okay. Or whatever. Got it. And so that's what he was talking about. Like, he'll still go on these dates. 
And this is what he's, uh, he's faced with on these dates. And he's like, the biggest lesson, this is takeaway, be careful of matches only interested in dating a fictional dreamboat. Yeah, no, totally. I think that, that that's kind of what I meant by the whole, like, it's trendy now to like Asian guys. Whereas before, like, is wait, is this guy gay or is he straight? Um, I think he's straight. Okay. I mean, at least now the straights know how female Asians and gay Asians feel because like that's the situation that we've been dealing with for I mean forever right is that you're not really looked at for who you are but you're looked at because of what you quote-unquote stereotype you know what I mean yeah what what you embody in terms of like a stereotype is what I mean right so like I think it's it I think it's less so now but I think it's still relevant in a sense that oftentimes if it's trendy to like an Asian guy, then it really shows through when you're dating somebody. Like, I don't know. I just can't, I can't can't remember if he's like straight or gay, but based on a photo, do you think you can? No, I have terrible (laughs) gaydar. Okay. So definitely not. I've, I've fallen for a a gay guy myself one time. Okay. Yeah. No, maybe I was, I was saying no, but I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. But what are your thoughts though? I, I think, yeah, I think absolutely, because there's a lot of Asian male representation, yeah. and it's easy if you're watching a show to fall in love with a character, yeah. and then expect that to be the case. Exactly. And so, I believe that. That's my thing, is like, I'm not trying to like, like, I, I'm all for more Asian representation, but with the good comes the bad, and the bad comes the situation where we're now objectified or oh, totally a, as a thing. As, as yeah. A, yeah, I mean, like like I said, we've always been fetishized for our skin color because we're quote unquote exotic. Mm-hmm. But now that it's trendy, you're only doing it. I, I I'm not saying that people do do this, but it's like there are people that just want to date an Asian guy for clout or just to see what it's like now that it's a trendy thing. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, interracial relationships have always existed, but. The, the the sexualization of an Asian person, East Asian, whatever you want to call it, um, well, no, not whatever you want to call it, but like East Asian specifically, has grown, right? I mean, you have all these, you know, East Asian TV shows, movies now. You know, you have Beef, right? You have Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. You have Shang Chi. You know, like, and in these movies, you have these Asian characters that are, you know handsome i guess does that make sense yeah they're good looking they're not they're not stereotyped like they were back in the days so people are realizing oh there are some hotties (laughs) in that there is that hollywood sexual like sexy hollywood kind of look right and let's let's find more asian guys you know what i mean so it's like it's like that kind of stuff that is that's the downside of getting more representation i guess right but I, it'll level off, I'm sure, and we'll be on a more equal playing field. Soon. Oh, sure. When our world's yeah, burning in place. Exactly. 100%. Time, totally. Perfect timing. Perfect you know I mean? timing. <laughs> our time to shine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can totally see where he's, where he's coming from. Yeah. And I wanted to see it, but I don't think you're doing much dating anyways. Like, if you're yeah. seeing that as more or less the same, but you're not even dating. Like, prior to... Yeah. You know, Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. beef and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm just more... And I'm trying not to be, like, let my past traumas or, you know, yeah. uh, events dictate how I view things. So I'm really trying to not to use that lens. Um, 
but it's hard when that's how it was back then you know what i mean yeah. so i still look at it like i always think twice when when uh, like a white guy right caucasian <laughs> guy not just me it's like okay is he an asian lover or is he actually interested in who i am as colton and not this chinese guy asian lover yeah asian lover yellow yeah. fever like yellow you fever know what guy mean? for sure so anyways um great topic it's definitely one of those relevant ones that we always talk about you know what i mean and super super relevant for me uh in the in the state that i'm in i guess to say the least yeah any other topics on your end? um no i think that one is great i it love it there okay perfect i have a couple um both vancouver specific um so if you're not vancouver if you're not from vancouver this may not be relevant for you but vancouver is awesome posted an article um about uh the top 10 most dangerous intersections in vancouver so this is in terms of like car crashes i guess um so car intersections and what this company or i don't know if it's a company or a nonprofit um uh uh organization called vision zero yvr what they've been doing is they've been posting stickers up on those intersections that have a high crash area um so these stickers would say like you know a person was killed by a motorist here a motorist here demands safe streets from the city um and then they just post their website vision zero vancouver.ca another one that a sticker that they have is they actually write down how many crashes a year have oh happened gosh. at this intersection so i think it's a really great way to kind of call out to the city that you need to do something to improve this because this is not sustainable and it's not safe for the public in any way to have this many you know crashes, crashes yeah so i first off i gotta give them a show because like that's amazing right that that's such a good idea right to show people i think when you when you illustrate it or visualize it in this way the impact is a lot higher because otherwise people don't know like the, the actual reality of the situation right so v vancouver is awesome just did a little article on that talking about what vision zero vancouver is doing um and I just realized that's what the name means. It, it's zero vision, zero understanding of like visibility into that. Um, so some things that they... Some of these, I just clicked on the link. These yeah. are in our neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. These are all primarily, so it's Vancouver focused. So we don't even know outside of Vancouver, right? So um, yeah, so just to kind of, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's considered like large or in terms of like high, um, but Vancouver is awesome, did a little... Um, a little breakdown a research uh with icbc showing the casualty um crashes where there are injuries or fatalities in bc between 2018 and 2022 um so last year there were over 35,000 casualty crashes in the lower mainland um which accounts for both metro vancouver and fraser valley regions um so then to go into a bit more detail Van vancouver specifically alone has 10 like high traffic high crash intersections um so between 2018 and 2022 there were 55 crashes and fatalities i don't know if it's fatalities actually it might not be um just yeah yeah just dangerous um on east tasting street and main street um alone so that 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 intersection alone is like double what the rest of them are so i'll, I'll give you like the top three um on canby in west 49 26 so we jumped from 55 to 26. And then the second one is Commercial Drive in East Broadway at 26. Um, so that's pretty crazy. So in, 22, in 2022 alone, East Hastings and Maine had nine. Um, Cambian West 49th had eight. And then Cambian Marine Drive had five. So 
I thought it was also pedestrian. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm trying to find out. Because I can kind of then understand the high number at yeah. 55. Yeah. Because not all pedestrians obey I know. the walking signal yeah, exactly. at East Hastings I mean, and Main Street. Yeah. And for those who don't know, like that's like downtown east side. Downtown east side. You know, a lot Was of it Tent City we were talking drug addicts. About. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like the heart of it. So I get it um, in terms of that. And I think that's why they had that speed limit of 30 kilometers an hour. Yeah, and it's all those constantly flashing. Yeah, too. exactly. So, because uh, I will say that about Davies Davy Street and Granville too. Yeah, like that's also a pretty yeah dangerous one for sure. Just in terms of people not obeying. Yeah. The, the lights. Well, it wasn't called out, so it may not be that high. Um, but regardless, great article. Um, just highlighting, you know that. The city needs to do something about this. And I think Vision Zero Vancouver is really doing a great job at just showing people this is not a safe intersection. So extra caution. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to keep my eye open yeah, for something. But really cool to see. I mean, when you when you break it down, like, I don't know what's considered high or not, right? But be, that 55 crashes was between 2018 and 2022. I think any crash is already, like, pretty high Concern. there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. For me, it's like I, gauging what that baseline is was not easy for me. So I was like, is that high or is that not high? Because 55 over a span of four years doesn't seem very high, but you're right. Any crash is a crash, and that's the concern right there. And that's the, the thing, too. If this is pedestrians, that's yeah. scarier, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have to do a bit more research to find out if this is like also not pedestrians, but like fatalities. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. So. I know with Canby and 49, yeah, because that is where Lingara is, yeah, and also children, those young yeah. adults, don't also want to go all the way to the end, yeah, totally. to cross exactly. I've seen it just jaywalking, and they just jaywalk at yeah. Commercial Drive and Broadway. That's another thing, too. Yeah. That's like a very high traffic, oh, yeah, 100%. Also, not always yeah. obeying, <laughs> no, yeah, and you have like a sky train station there too, sky so just a lot, station. yeah. So, when I'm seeing this, like Canby Street and West Broadway, that's another one. If you want to cross, yeah, you don't want to wait either, wait for the no. light, and then there's not another light till later, exactly. So, I can see where the jaywalking comes yeah. into play here. I agree. I don't know so, what to tell you. I mean, I don't it's know, like, it's it's feels very high, should be crazy. Should be crazy, and they are dangerous. Yeah, so I don't know. Think twice before you cross that cross that street illegally. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's Vancouver's highest crash intersections. I thought it was a really nice local piece that I wanted to share with our listeners. Um, I'm gonna look into that more. I like what they're doing. Yeah. Vision Zero. Yeah, it's a. I think it's just a great way to kind of put the severity of it into a visual form that has a higher impact for people to see. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I love it. Great. I am going to look more into it. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I want to share is, you know, we always say that the rent is too damn high in Vancouver, mm-hmm. right? Um, so on Reddit, I thought this was really cool. Somebody posted a chart um, and uh, he posted something on Reddit and his topic was, how are you guys affording living in a one-bed condo? What's your secret? And then the chart that he posted was, Hourly wage required to afford average market rent uh, in Vancouver versus minimum wage in large cities across Canada. So this, what this chart lists is uh, the current minimum wage of that city. Um, and then 
beside it is the hourly wage needed for a one bedroom rental. And then beside that is the hourly wage needed for a two bedroom rental. So it doesn't go into, oh, this, this was actually posted by the CBC, um, the Canadian, and it was, uh, through the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives. So this really outlines like the cost of living for minimum wage versus the realities of what living in Vancouver is like. So Vancouver was the most expensive, obviously. Um, uh, so Vancouver's minimum wage is roughly, uh, like I'd say like about 15 bucks, right? Hourly wage needed for one bedroom is about like $33 you need, $33 to $34. And then hourly wage needed for a two-bedroom rental is over $40. Yeah. Like, whereas Toronto, it's actually very similar, but uh, for Toronto, the the minimum wage is roughly the same um, at about like 15 bucks, I'd say. And then hourly wage needed for a one-bedroom rental is about slightly higher than Vancouver, Um at about let's say like 34 dollars 30 yeah 33 34 dollars and then for a two bedroom uh you need about 40 dollars an hour you need to be making about 40 dollars an hour so now to go on the complete opposite end in saskanay uh, i don't know where that is maybe it's in ontario the the minimum wage is about like 11 dollars but uh hourly wage needed for a one bedroom and an hourly wage needed for a two bedroom are between like $15 an hour. So the gap, I guess what this does is outline the gap between, you know, what the minimum wage is versus yeah. what the cost of, of a com- of a house or home is. Um, so the gap between like... It on, looks ridiculous. It looks, it's huge. It's like complete opposite ends of the spectrum to say the least, right? Especially so, in this chart. I just looked at it right now. Yeah. So minimum wage in Vancouver is sixteen seventy five. I there just looked that up. Yeah. And Toronto is sixteen fifty five. Okay, so that's why they're very similar in terms of the chart. Um it's like Kelowna, you should just move there. Look at that. Yeah. So the gap is a lot smaller. But it's still like Well, there's still a gap. Yeah. Like for example, Kelowna probably has the same minimum wage between like fifteen to sixteen bucks. A one bedroom is still like twenty five dollars an hour you need to be making, and then a two bedroom is like thirty five dollars an hour, so it's still like double, right? Okay. Where do you say we have to live? Gatineau, Saskanee at the bottom. Saskanee. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. Oh wait, sorry, I totally misread Saskanee. So Saskanee, the minimum wage is about like sixteen bucks, let's say, but a hourly wage needed for a one bedroom is about like eleven, twelve dollars. So I totally misread that. So the minimum wage can actually. You can afford a one bedroom in Saskanee, and then a two bedroom is about yeah, fifteen dollars. Yeah, backwards there. Yeah, exactly. So it's the complete opposite. Same with Trois Rivières. Um, that's where it kind of does the reverse. Anyways, really cool chart. Um, if you ever want to look at it, uh, I, if you really want to feel bad about yeah, where you live, exactly, that's or another like another thing to look at. Yeah. So I started reading like the comments on it, and it's just like. It's crazy. It's like a lot of, like one person summed up really nicely. He's like, the only way to survive is to rent somewhere before prices skyrocketed and never move. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, I'm never leaving my place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to live here forever. Yeah, so it just goes to show you when, like, I, I think it really paints a better picture as to why Vancouver is so expensive, right? You see it right there. Like the minimum wage does not even come close to a one bedroom rental. That's ridiculous. Like, don't even think about buying a place if that's the case. You know oh, no. I mean? And then the the interest rates went up again. So there's no way anyone can... Yeah. A regular person. Exactly. Like, not, you know, inherited wealth. Yeah. But 
yeah i couldn't agree more like if you like so everybody on this forum is just like the only way i can afford to live in vancouver is because i've been grandfathered into like (laughs) before like the prices went fucking crazy so i'm super grateful that you know i live in my place and i have generous landlords that aren't awful um yeah and obviously the rental tenancy board also controls the rent so you can only raise it two percent every year so but i started off so low anyway so yeah i worked out for me so yeah those are my two topics but i think that's i think we covered quite a bit so i think think let's move on to some sweet and sours sweet and sours time to do a sweet and sours oh bringing it back (laughs) jess it's it's been a few episodes felt inspired there (laughs) sweet and sours yeah i hope i hope none of you uh you don't I mean I miss, I guess. Jessalyn's lovely voice. Lovely singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's retired. <laughs> you turn forty, yeah, exactly. you gotta hang your singing jacket yeah, exactly. up and do a different talent. Yeah. Like the flute. Exactly. <laughs> no flute. <laughs> no flute. <laughs> so hard, the mouth placement. Yeah. Anyways, uh sweet and sours. You start first. Okay, so one sweet is I already said it, didn't I say it was sweet earlier? The but, uh, it's more like a gallery? recommendation, a sweet. So there's this show called Shrinking okay. on um it's Apple TV. Okay. It's uh Jason no. Jason Siegel. Okay. So Freaks and Geeks right. forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. He's so funny. He is. He's a very him. funny guy yeah. and you know, you're talking about like Jim Helper, kind of like up there on your list. Yeah. I want you to put him up there too. Okay. He's like, he's lovable, enjoyable. Anyways, yeah. he is a therapist. Okay. Who goes through some challenging times. Right. And he has to reevaluate how he treats his patients and how he treats himself. Got it. Very funny. Yeah. Um, I want to say Clint Eastwood's in it. No. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Oh, cool. He's um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so Indiana Jones guy. He's in it. And there's like this other actress. Her name is Jessica something. I just, I kind of have a... Shastain? No. She's an African-American actor. Um, But I I think I kind of have a little crush on her. Jessica Williams. Okay. Uh, She used to be on The Daily Show. Got it. She did a a little bit of like reporting, I guess, on there. Cool. Co-hosting. Anyways, really, really good. I highly recommend it. And then the other recommendation is a movie called I Think You Hurt My Feelings. Oh, with um, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yes, you saw it. Yeah, really, really it? good. It was streaming somewhere. Oh, got it. <laughs> I want to watch that. my finger on yeah. it. Um, it was good. Yeah, I want to watch it. I enjoyed it. I laughed. Like it's hard to find like a movie where yeah. you genuinely like you have a chuckle. Totally, I and love those... Julie Louis Dreyfus though. Me too. I think yeah. her like her comedic timing yeah. and just like everything about her is really like that dry kind of like sarcastic humor dry yeah. sarcastic you know she just knows how to hit a joke yeah but um i watched the, that movie and then shrinking after and oh, it I was just it. like i had such a good time yeah it's like, like my whole just week, what you needed just what i needed yeah. it's so good okay i'm gonna have uh, to so watch those that. are my recommendations I and then it. i started watching uh oh this is another good one. I watched the Hillsong documentary about Carl Lentz, like after that whole cheating scandal and I don't got know kicked who that out is. of. So Hillsong was like a celebrity band? church. Yeah. yeah. So they do like they make music. Anyways, it sounds very cultish. This church, but uh, 
it's like Justin Bieber was his pastor. He was also the, I think, the cardinal to um, the Knicks, so like the pastor to the Knicks. Got it. So Hillsong is a church from Australia. Oh. They have a couple of branches like all yeah. over the world. Yeah. Anyways, la la la. Carl Lentz really blew up celebrity-wise, and he had a church in New York. Mm. He had an affair, yeah. and then they booted him out of the church. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, Christians aren't forgiving. Of course Neither not. is Jesus. Yeah. You make a mistake, you go straight You're to done. hell. You're done. Uh, so anyways, that documentary was really good, too. Oh, cool. The show really confirmed. Is it, wait, is it like a Christian documentary, or is it just like the scandals behind it? So it was an article, like the journalists behind the article, Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. they're all part of, I don't think they did it. Mm-hmm. I think it's somebody else, but they're part of the documentary. Okay, cool. So you get that really inside scoop. It's really good. Love it. So anyways, that's Where's it. Where's the streaming? Uh, Disney. Okay. Um, and then my sour, 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 sour. I can't think of one at the moment. That's fine. Maybe when you say you're a sour, sure. I'd be like, yeah, I've got one too. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Okay. I have two sweets. Yeah. One is a local suite. So we were talking about it before we recorded, but there's, you know, I, I, there's, there's this, there's things called like refill bars where you can like take empty jars and refill them with household things that you need. The goal is like less packaging. Less packaging. Yeah. So like. It's like the bulk barn, right? But for household kind of uh, things like toilet, not toiletries, but just like liquids and stuff, right? So body lotions, uh, body soap, hand wash, dish detergent, all that stuff. So there's a place on Davy Street. Yeah, it's called Refill Road Zero Waste Refill Store. Ooh, it's a tongue twister. That's a long one. That's a mouthful. But yeah, it's great. Um, if you live in the downtown area, uh, you know, less packaging is always great. So take your stuff there they have everything that you would need um if it can go in a jar you can get it refilled essentially so highly recommended so in terms of like pricing too do you think it's like it's comparable it's so much cheaper if anything so much cheaper even so like to give you an example right like six dollars would get me like you know i don't i don't know about liters and stuff let's say like six dollars gets me like 500 milliliters of like hand soap okay six dollars at the refill bar gets you double that like one liter bargains so, asians are lining up now yeah exactly just bring your own jars and if you don't have jars they'll, they'll lend you a jar they'll just charge you a deposit fee but you get it back when you return it okay that's um, so great yeah really great smelling stuff too and if you don't want smelly stuff you can get unscented stuff so it's just at the end of the day better for the environment not only because it's less packaging but a lot of the stuff that they do sell there is eco-friendly biodegradable you know non-toxic all that stuff so and you're supporting a local business and you're supporting a local business because i use them all the time and i don't want to see them go out of business so yeah uh refill zero whatever that refill road (laughs) yeah Yeah, refill road that's (laughs) yeah just better yeah remember it that way totally uh and then my second suite is if you listen to a pod, this so, uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes mm, yes. have a podcast called Smartless. Smartless, um, really great. They just they're you know really There's good. There's a movie or something that yes, came out, right? Exactly. Okay. All right, go. So that's my suite. Is that if you listen to the podcast, watch the documentary. It's so good. Like I'm actually like had to control myself from not binging it. But if you really like the banter of the podcast, this. It's like a visual element to it where they did a doc an eight series an eight episode documentary of them going on tour so they did like a live podcast across the states um even more hilarious just watching them banter behind the scenes and just yeah. it's just the kind of humor that i really like and they they 
they you can see a true um i guess yeah friendship yeah brotherhood relationship and it just works so shot really beautifully as well um the music score is great but it just really captures a different mood that you don't really get through the visual the the audio of so a you've podcast. been listening to theirs because they started theirs yeah they, uh, around the covid yeah exactly they started during the pandemic um, i wanted to tell you because it's like how do we compete then yeah like, exactly when you have yeah and there's that, so many good things out there totally in, in, that, in that aspect exactly you know? and i'm trying to not let like like when I think about it, it's just like great. Now the celebrities are taking over our industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one, they weren't even here before. Now every celebrity has a fucking podcast, right? That's true. I mean, hey, why not? I mean, the I would say like the pie is infinite, right? Yeah. So why can't I? Mean, they obviously get a bigger cut of it, but it's like <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like whatever. You know, I mean, we're just doing this for fun, this so I'm not competing. Fun. I'm not competing with those likes. But anyways, highly recommend the Smart List podcast. Yeah. And if you already listened to it, I highly recommend the Smart List documentary. So will this ruin it? Like, how did they become friends with Jason, um, Sean Hayes? They were already friends so prior. prior. Yeah. Okay, so they were all buddies. Yeah, they were all buddies. So originally, it was just going to be Will Arnett. And then Will Arnett told Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman. And they're like, that's a terrible podcast. Let, let's kind of do this instead. And it worked out. Okay. But I think, like, their, their banter is obviously really good. But they also invite on, like, celebrity guests and... Like they yeah. tons like Tom Holland was the most recent one. They've done Conan O'Brien, um, uh, David Letterman. They've done Charlize Theron. So they they a widespread of celebrity. I mean, given the situation they're in, of course they're gonna yeah. have celebrity guests. Um, so yeah, highly recommend it. Very funny. Okay, if you like that dry dry humor, love all it. they do is just like riff on each other, and I love it's it. great. That's exactly um, also the yeah. type of humor I like. Have you listened to the podcast? I saw just the trailer yeah. for that um, that eight episode series. Right. Yeah. And I haven't had a chance to listen. But yeah. I, I love Jason Bateman. Yeah. I love Will Arnett. And then yeah. Sean Hayes. Yeah. On that's the only show I know is yeah. Will and Grace. Exactly. So I love him on that too is like yeah. the best. They just have, yeah, it just works. And yeah, I highly recommend it. And my sour is a big fuck you to the person that stole my package. Um, <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like, and I kind of blame like the front desk person for doing it because like you live in a prime building when you p- receive packages, the front desk person gets it and he puts it away and assigns a number to it and then puts it on your mailbox. So I go to my mailbox, get the, get the sheet, the paper pass to them and they're like oh your package isn't here are you sure you didn't pick it up yet i'm like no because <laughs> i wouldn't have the sheet yeah, if you dummy. if i yeah and they're like oh so anyways long story short they gave my package to somebody in my building and that somebody kept it for themselves they, get? they got a pair of shorts and a hoodie <laughs> so i was i mean whatever you know what i mean like i'm not you like see that person walking around you literally know yeah yeah i was just like i'm gonna keep my eye out for somebody and like the colors that i bought aren't like just like black or whatever gray it's like yeah. one's like a cobalt blue color and one's oh, purple shorts the exact oh yeah trust me i tone number and yeah everything. i'm like eyeing out for people but i'm like hey you must have been really desperate for clothes if you decide to steal somebody's package so whatever Fortunately, I was able to claim it through my credit card. Okay, good. Amex, thank you. Um, and you re- they reimbursed me. So, and yeah, I, I reached out to the company that I bought the clothes from. And I was like, hey, this is what happened. Um, anything you do for me? They obviously couldn't give me another package, but they priority expressed it to me. So, okay, that's yeah, nice. So I got it in a day, which is great. So silver lining, but 
fuck you to the person who decided to steal my clothes but not fuck you if you are so poor that you couldn't afford clothes and you had to steal somebody else's yeah. so <laughs> also fuck you come on yeah exactly like don't be like i literally i was like i was like humans are okay they will this person will return the package because i get packages that aren't addressed to me yeah and i go to that person's door and hand it to them so i figured the the kindness will be returned to me because i've done it to other people lo and behold no No. but that's okay you know what i mean it's it's just like you know just paying it forward so you know this happened to me where my package is at a different building yeah. and that concierge contacted our building yeah and we got our package back you got the package yeah nobody stole the package no i, I would it. see that on t- like on um like on instagram yeah. where they have the nest yeah and they see the video yeah i see that all the time yeah. too but like so dude there's shitty people out there yeah it's i i I think what baffles me is like, what's going through your head when you decide? Oh my to god! That? I just thought of something. If you're wearing that outfit and that person's wearing that outfit, you're just like, uh, no, I will say blue. something, hundred percent. I was like, I hope you like that. You're welcome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that feel good on your skin? Yeah. Do you like that hoodie? Exactly. Fits you nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't cool. Know we're the same size. Anyways, yes. And okay, lastly, my second sour uh, is getting shit on by a bird is the worst feeling ever yeah. from like the sound to the sensation to, to then you... looking and realizing where it hits you and then you touch it yeah or it, like you're... you don't even touch it but like you, you feel the splatter oh, all right. over your body well they say it's good luck and that's my sour is like don't <laughs> fucking tell me it's good luck because unless you've been shit on by a bird yeah that that only makes things worse you know and the stain doesn't come out i've no. been shit on with a white shirt yeah so Ugh. you see that shirt right there yes that's the shirt that got poop oh, no. on it and did you get it out the uh, i can still see it but okay. maybe it's my eyes just playing tricks on me and that's all i see but yeah anyways worst feeling ever to get shit on by a bird and then somebody telling you it's, it's good, good luck. luck i know how dare you i know they're just trying to make me feel better but it doesn't no. it's like and because th- you're not even home so you can't even just take it off so you have to walk around oh. with bird shit on you yeah. which is even worse so yeah that sucks these past two months i got shit on a bird twice so oh, i got double yeah. good luck <laughs> shit on by a bird twice so i know some maybe it is good luck maybe this is i need to buy a lottery ticket so or much good luck yeah. your package stolen two birds decided exactly to shit on you. that's okay but you know i'm handling like a champ yeah look at your the smiling. attitude of gratitude attitude of gratitude health yeah, wealth exactly. and bingo bango bongo bingo bango bongo and short-term pain long-term gain <laughs> okay <laughs> and you only live once and you only live once live laugh love live laugh love <laughs> ain't that the fucking truth <laughs> yeah okay well i guess that wraps up episode 68 july our july. summer i think we do this once a month now yeah so i mean this is our for july now we'll episode. see yeah july episode because we're gonna blow up by fall so you'll yeah. hear us twice you know it twice a month get ready for it hope you're ready for it Alrighty, so until next time um yeah what was what, what was our sign off wear sunscreen uh, uh, live laugh love live laugh love it's actually episode did we say 67 68 Oh, 60, 67. 67. All right. Episode 67. Can't wait for 69. Yeah, I'm just exactly. joking around oh, about we're that one. Oh, we're going to do a big one. 69. The sexy one. The okay. Sexy, sexy. All right. Well, All right, stay safe. Note, stay yeah. sexy for stay sexy. There you go. Bingo. Bingo, bango, bongo. Bye. Bye-bye.